0: Hey guys, uh, welcome to Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber. It's been a minute. Uh, we apologize for missing a couple episodes there. We've been getting ourselves together in January. Just just getting over a number of things. You know, like deathly chest colds. Fighting the complete loss of motivation. And, and that could happen for a number of reasons, guys. It, it could be... An existential crisis or like feeling like you don't have any direction in your life or your favorite coffee place ran out of almond milk and you had to settle for the generic creamer they have next to the napkins and and all those things are equally as paralyzing but I I I think we've weathered through the worst and we're feeling like we're back on track and we want to thank you for coming back to listen uh, we uh, today have reviewed Weathering With You, a fantastic film by Makoto Shinkai uh, about a boy who runs away to Tokyo and befriends a girl who appears to be able to control the weather. Uh, you know, your classic love story. Uh, all, all In every romantic movie, uh, uh, the girl has her quirks that the main character kind of learns to just love after a while. You know, it's controlling the weather. Every time we have an argument, she storms off. Except there are literal storms because she can control the weather. Okay, that was bad. All right, I apologize for that. But it's a great film. We had a blast just talking about the great works of Makoto Shinkai uh, and his beautifully crafted and moving films, so we get a little emotional on this one, uh, some more than others, I'm talking to you, Junior, and uh, we've been trying out a new format, and we hope you love it, so without further ado, enjoy the episode, and we will see you guys next Friday uh, for actual Kung Fu Reviews. My name is Alex, and I will talk to you
1: What the freak? Freaking time loops. What the freak? Freaking time loops. What the freak? Freaking time loops. Yes? (laughs) Ha! We made it. Welcome to a Hidden Shadows production. We are the hidden shadows of the secret time chamber. We travel to the past to find hidden gems. Nice little rocks that just need our time and polish. Or rocks we find that are perfectly skippable. Or rocks that we paint and leave around our state. Or rocks. Hmm. What else can you do at rocks? Well, I'm Nakansi. This is Can Can Do It Con. And better than Alexa, ask me anything, Alex. What's up, everybody? That was wonderful. <laughs> and
2: I can can do it. And you can can do it. And we can can do, do it, it together. Too. Do it together. Do it again. Do it together Doing it Together
0: Ask me anything
1: (laughs) (laughs) Alex Yes
0: What are we reviewing today? I'm so happy that you asked me today Good chum We are reviewing Weathering With You uh, which I don't know too much about the backstory. Does somebody know about the backstory that they can give to us?
2: I'm glad you asked because I have a very scientific explanation for how weather is an emotional being and yet at the same time is a completely unknown entity known to man because Ooh. cumulo Nimbi, wait, hold on, is it long-winded? No. This is this is right now,
1: this is really long-winded Okay, good it? I haven't taken an extra breath, can I take an extra
2: breath
0: now? You can now take
2: an extra breath Well, if anyone can
1: explain it, can-can-do-it-con-can can, can. <laughs> And so,
2: at the end of our very long explanation that Which required no editing right here at all by Alex uh, Basically, Weathering With You is a movie that touches on What is essentially a... Uh, like, modern myth of what is called Sunshine Girls, which has roots in, uh, like, I guess you would call it, sh- like, old shamanism, old sh- Japanese Shintoism, and that kind of, those kind of, like, religious, spiritual mythologies. Right. Um. Because back then, and I guess even today, depending on who you would ask, as far as culture would go, you could assume that, like... You know somebody controls the weather, and sunshine girls bring sunshine wherever they go and rainy boys like myself bring sadness and rain wherever he goes i'm I'm a rainy boy I think I think you two are sunshine boys though
0: at the bright side on the bright side you're protected by the dragon spirit no i it's a fantastic movie uh animated what's who's who's the uh, studio? Because they're very famous, right? They're up there. Well, with the director Kili.
2: is Makoto Shinkai. Okay,
1: Makoto Shinkai, and the production company is Comics Wave Films Story Inc. <laughs> and it was distributed by Toho. Okay.
0: Oh yes, I know Toho. Uh, and I think this is uh, one of those movies where, like, y- you're getting like the folklore version of everything, like kind of like those happy kind of kid movies where like real life shit happens, but they usually just kind of like, ah, it's okay. Like, don't worry about it. Except in this movie, uh, there are actual laws and consequences for what you do, uh, which I really enjoyed that factor of it because you're on one side dealing with a very like mythological, magical, side of the story and then on the other side you're still tied to to earth and and what what consequences you have to face for the things you do even if it was magical
2: another thing that's uh kind of hard to pinpoint without remembering off the top of my head all of his films Mm -hmm. like uh but i do remember these three in particular one um the the movie's being uh your name which was his last which was his previous film uh weathering with you yeah. which was which, which is the movie we're reviewing right now by the way okay. and then uh 5 centimeters per second so he's actually wrote and produced and directed four films i think uh i think it was called the garden of words was one of them I have to look it up on my yeah, phone. Yeah, the garden,
0: the garden of words. I think you're right. right. I think that yeah. one's on Netflix.
2: But the, go on. The point being that uh, Makoto Shinkai's storytelling is really, really crazy. Be like it's. It's. I think it's really well, well done because a lot of it is stories that are honestly really easily relatable but they also have a supernatural phenomenon going on that takes it just a step out of reality but not too far away because definitely um, uh, your name as well as Weathering With You are both like fantasy movies but they're still rooted in a vision of like essentially what we would consider Japanese norm, right? Right? Right, but Five Centimeters per Second, one of his um, earliest works, might even be his first director, producer, writer piece.
1: Actually, Mm -hmm. his first one that he directed and wrote is called She and Her Cat. Then Voices of a Distant Star, and then The Place Promised in Our Early Days, and then Five Centimeters per Second. Okay, so, but now everything uh, that he does is insane. he directs and writes it. Yeah, because he writes the novels as well. Mm-hmm. Which he released the novel of this current film, "Weathering with You," a day before the movie was released. And he it, released the novel, and then the film was released. Oh, that's dope. Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, f- uh, it's hard to remember all of the all of the films because let's be honest we're a movie review podcast we have a lot of pop culture that has to filter through our brains and sometimes my brain is not very big but the point being that 5 centimeters per second is his most normal film out of all of them and it's still like just gut wrenching like love It's, it's it's three separate but related love stories and it's really really sad And then going into, from going off of that into, like, Your Name, it is an incredibly just fantastic fantasy tale that still has, like, this really wholesome, like, heartwarming love story at the center. And now we have Weathering With You, which is also just, like, a weird snippet of, like, somewhat regular life in Japan. It's, that gets crazy and then spirals out. And then you have the movie with no spoilers.
1: <laughs> it is crazy. It's very crazy, especially uh, most people, most directors don't have their hand on as much as Makoto does. Not only did he write the story, he directed it, but also he was in charge of photography He was in charge of color design. He does the cinematography. Mm -hmm. And that is just a little bit of his background. In all of his other films, he's also done storyboards. Uh, He's done the theme song lyrics. Wow. For Mm -hmm. some of the other films. It's like this man can do Do everything. everything. Yeah, that's dope. I mean, because
0: I think... There's a lot of circumstances where um, there's too many hands in the pot and the, the idea that you have as a director gets skewed. <clears throat> and you And you can tell as an audience member, too. Like, I think I know where you were going with this, but I think somewhere along the way that was lost. And somebody so, told you you have to do it this way. Right. And I think that's super gangster that Makoto can do that and just kind of handle... His, his own shit, not only that, excel at it. Um, they're like, all right, yeah, this formula works. Like, yeah. you fucking got it down. Bro. Like one
2: of, the, one of his kind of iconic techniques is the way he, like, and even to this day, my brain is like, I can't tell if some of these are real or if they're just animated that well and they're, like, drawn that well. But he has lots of shots where it's just, like, um, I think in Weathering With You, one of them was literally just a shot of, like, Water hitting the pavement. That's a really yeah. good fucking point. Like in uh, yeah. in one of his other films, it was just a literally animated log fire, the kind that you would be like, "Oh, it's Christmas. Let me put on this video of a log <laughs> by the like." And I'm like, "That's that's, <laughs> that's real, so right? That was real, right?" And then like you go and look at the movie, like, that's, I think that's real. Did someone, dr- wait, no, someone drew this shit. Did somebody draw? No, that's real, man.
0: That's fucking crazy. Uh, no, that's such a good point because, like, there were so many moments in this movie where y- you just were awestruck when he would, when you would see the entire landscape of like Tokyo or like uh, a, a sky landscape that he created on his own, um, and you just had to take a moment to just suck it all in because it was that beautiful.
2: In particular, one of the things is. Uh that we you you probably didn't get to see it um, But when I got to see it over in Otai There was a small interview uh, Video at the end of the credits And he was just talking about how Like one of the hardest things About weathering with you Was how much more time they spent On all of the water reflections They had to draw everything twice Because they were doing the reflections And you see that like Love and care and intimacy of him working specifically on these frames with his crew. Of just like, no, there's so much rain everywhere, we have to draw reflections. Do you know what's funny? Uh,
0: me, you're hilarious, and also the show Parks and Recreation. Yes. <laughs> when me and Patty left the movie theater, we were you, you literally get immersed in this world we thought it was cloudy we thought it was raining and cloudy outside which you know this movie like is about how tokyo was going through record breaking rains um and they did such a good job of painting the picture and bringing you into this world that you were like no when i leave it's the that's the world that we live in now so it was pretty it was pretty funny uh did you guys have any other um uh, impressions that you guys would like to get into about this
1: actually yes in reality we've been reaching the hottest temperatures around the world there's something so, weird going on
0: oh junior who's the that fire means, goddess no wait we need ju- we need junior we need the rainy boy yeah yeah. to yeah, bring yeah, the yeah. rains
2: i post the rains down in san diego as it like is cloudy as fuck today and it was raining yesterday night. How appropriate for yes. today's pod. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. I, One thing that I wanted to do. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, no. Yeah, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, do yours. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm about uh-huh. to
0: take us to the next segment.
2: Oh, see, I figured you were going to take us to the next segment. But before we get into that, I wanted to talk about how. So off of the success of your name and the band Rad Wimps getting to work on that uh, soundtrack with them. Like, I've, I've heard them before that, and, like, it's just, they have cool J-rock music and just lots of cool stuff. But the point that I'm getting to is that off of the success of Your Name, Makoto Shinkai actually was like, no, I want to work with them again, and contacted the lead, like, singer, I believe, or it might have been the guitarist, and gave him the script, like, the, like, novelization. Whoa. Uh like I I assume it wasn't the final edit, but it was like, you know, a pretty far along edit. Yeah. And was like, Can you make the song for this? And that's how we get the theme song
1: for this one was <gasps> And which, oh my goodness. Like is that a theme song? That yeah, song is like, beautiful. It
2: is. Just go listen to both of the soundtracks for your name and Weathering with You and just be like, Rad Wimps can make crazy music, the story that they're telling. With just the music alone, but then you put it to the animation, you put it to the the novelization. You're just like, wow, Makoto Shinkai had all of the hookups to get to bring us this piece of art on so many different levels.
1: They did some crazy work for this film. Right? So on December thirteenth, two thousand and eighteen, <laughs> they held a press conference to reveal the film, the film, and announce it would be released on July nineteenth. Uh, of 2019 then the first teaser trailer debuted on april 10th exactly 100 days before the premiere then the second trailer was released on may 28th and then a work in progress uh screening was shown on june 14th 2019 and man they're just on top of it
0: yeah it sounds like it
1: yeah, they had. They he planned out everything, which I really like. That he takes uh pretty much three years between each film, and even though he's he's growing in popularity, I still hope that you know the fans don't force him to speed things up because I think that three year process for him has paid off every single time. It's when fans start becoming very demanding, then production companies start rushing things and then they end up you know showing something that isn't exactly what uh the artist's uh voice truly is yeah
0: i think that um that's one of the things that fans do need to figure out um that with with any art it's just like these things take time and if you want something that's quality as opposed to quantity which seems to kind of be the the theme nowadays in art just put out as much as you, much content as you can as quick as possible be the first one to release the content it it just isn't the case and these works of art are that that much more appreciated because they stand out we're like whoa this is different from what we're being fed every single day um and that's that's that three-year process he's so i'm with you i hope he, he sticks to that formula
2: i also really just want him to work with red whims more <laughs> like that's a combo that could easily be done a billion times and i'd be like i haven't gotten tired of it yet this is good that's good uh another quick sidebar is that it's funny to know how much his like his fans appreciate his art across all of his work so far, and also to know how your name became so popular, even amongst like, excuse my French normies. <laughs> but like the thing that I'm getting to is that like, your name is actually just something that he's kind of weirdly like apologetically ashamed of being that good. He's like in interviews has like mentioned mentioned it mentioned it and just like also like he has respect for Hayao Miyazaki, but in the in one of the segments of the interview that uh, played at the end of the credits was just like him going like like we can make we can make films we can make animated cinema you know it it. It's, it it's not just miyazaki and i really hope going forward that like his production company has like an opportunity to get other writers and other directors working but also i'm curious about what his next film will even be especially after watching weathering with you
0: okay guys so that's about 18 minutes of impressions uh Which is important? It's important. Uh, We're a
2: table talk podcast. We're and talking.
0: Here's what I what I like about what you're saying. It easily leads us into our next uh, uh, segment here, which is called "Killed." I'm sorry. Try that again. Kill the hype. All right, and this is a uh, segment of the podcast where we help you guys uh, get through the hype of movies, whether they're negative reviews, whether they're positive reviews. And, uh, you can trust us to give you a unbiased, unhype opinion on whether or not you should watch this movie. So what we're going to do is we're going to read a very bad review of the movie and then or, 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 you know, critique quote, and then we're going to read a very good critique quote, uh, of the movie. So the first one I pulled up, I'm using Rotten Tomatoes right now and this is along the lines of what you were saying, June. Uh, it says, by Roger Moore, a time killer not on par with virtually anything the anime master Hiao uh, Miyazaki, Miyazaki made, and it falls well short of the heart of your name. So what do you guys think about that?
2: Uh, I'm
1: going to be honest. This guy sounds pretty jaded. <laughs> right. I uh, like I, I don't think people should compare these films just because they're anime. It's like comparing a uh, Disney film to like a DreamWorks. Yeah, to a DreamWorks. It's yeah. they're just different. Yeah, they just they don't all have to be the same. Uh, with Miyazaki, he takes you into a completely different world. Yeah, every single movie. With uh,
2: Makoto Shinkai.
1: He brings uh, this fantasy realm into reality. Yeah. He blends them. He merges the two
0: worlds. Yeah. Uh, I think that that falls into a good point, guys. Like when you go to watch a movie and you're trying to figure out information on whether you should watch it, I think going in with the expectation of, oh, this is going to be like his other work. That's like asking an A rock band to write the same album twice. Like, they're not going to do that. They're going to write something different and embrace the change, embrace the new movie, the new story that you're going in to watch and immerse yourself in it. So,
2: because I mean, I get, I get part of what this guy was saying. And it's like I was even saying, it's like, it's people are immediately going to compare to Miyazaki. Sure. But even. Makoto Shinkai in an interview himself is like other other people can do things guys like we can other we can have other animated films can and he's proven it with Your Name and with Weathering with You and uh, as far as Weathering with You being what did he say a like time killer
1: yeah it's definitely a slow burn kind of movie but you just have to go into it expecting Kind of, yeah it depends on
2: it depends yeah. on what you
1: wanted out of it
2: and he he thought it was a time killer if and he like, wants
1: something that is fast and furious he uh, have fast gotten, and furious has a new netflix cartoon show so
2: yeah that's my that, that's what i was leading into is like like if you wanted to watch that you go if you want to watch power rangers you go watch power rangers you just you don't just watch other
1: things and be like i should have watched yeah, Power don't rangers, like. don't go into this <laughs> film expecting a miyazaki film Go into this film expecting beautiful anime art and just a different kind of story, wholesome, mm-hmm. cool yeah. story.
2: I and uh, I will admittedly on the microphone on our podcast. This is this is our kill the hype segment and uh, trying to be as unbiased, but I I do love Makoto Shinkai's works and just I mean w- one of my best buddies. We literally were like, "You want to get Shinkai?" because the, 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 you look at all of his films, and they all hit you the same way, of like, oh, life is
1: empty. <laughs> <laughs> when when you start to get this good at something, they're just they're gonna compare you to the greatest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're and yes, and your past and the most successful. global. Miyazaki is the most global. He's the Disney, and he's like, been around forever.
2: He worked with Disney. Yeah, he's been <laughs> around forever. Yeah. He
1: has multiple countries doing dubs of his films. Uh and now has all of his films uh will officially be appearing on Netflix February 1st. Excite Miyazaki? Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: hell yeah. So so like <clears throat> just just like a like a little comparison there. Uh that guy's review could have been way more in depth. Other than that, I'm just saying. I think this was just a quote. It was, it was. It was a very like. That's all we're gonna yeah, pull. Yeah. Um. Did you
0: have a? I have a, a really hype quote. Uh. But did you have something that you wanted? Did you have one that you wanted to read in particular? Nick Gunsey? I'm gonna
1: take that as a no. Mm, no, everything I find is just positive. Really. Well, yeah. No, that's what we yeah. want to we want to read both sides of the
0: spectrum. So. Um, I guess I'll read um, Sandal
1: and gulo Chens.
0: Um, uh, oh, how oh. about this one? Okay right. this thank one? you. Okay. Forget the name
1: <laughs> This is uh, David Sims from the Atlantic. Uh, he says vividly contemporary, not an archetypal fable, but rather a compelling yarn about young people trying to live in love in an often hostile world of grown-ups.
2: Yeah. I, I, that's a good take on it, David that's Sims weird. from
1: the Atlantic. You have a <laughs> way with words. Yeah, I really feel that. That was a
2: good take. Yeah,
0: and it wasn't overly hype. That's what I like about it. It's very real, um, and he's excited about it because yeah, this world again meshes the real harsh realities of the world, and uh, and blends it in with, you know, things like romance, which dies as you grow older
2: and in different ways in
0: different like, ways you can keep it alive but for the most part the the, it, the youthful puppy love there's, romance there's dies.
2: different aspects to to <clears throat> that and i think that's another important thing about Makoto shinkai's works which the only one i can excerpt from is because it's not the strongest in my memory which was garden of words but five centimeters per second is three different love stories and they're all about heartbreak that sounds wonderful and and it's it's just too it's just too real. Sounds it's like I'm too be real. emotional. It's very emotional. And then you go and watch your name, which is also a love story, but takes this weird supernatural effect of body swapping. And it's just and a not, lot of comedy too. Right? It like awesome. it was amazing, but it's still a love story because it's still about people figuring out who they are as well as who like like what they are in that moment and how they're meshing with this completely other person in this particular instance that they just body swapped with and then with weathering with you we're thrust into like this incredibly like just insane situation and even even taking out of like taking out of context that we don't know exactly what happened on his home that made him run away He's still a kid who's thrust into holy shit in a country that has gun has like a really really incredibly strict gun ban. I found a gun. Yep. And then all the craziness that goes along with that. That's not even a spoiler.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's 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 just showing like the the realness of this movie. Um all right, cool. So I think we killed the hype on that. And uh, the next uh, segment we want to get into is the badass moments of this movie.
1: Oh, this movie... would you like to tell me what your badass moment is? This movie was so beautiful. Okay. This movie was so beautiful. Yes. But, yeah, no, no, I just want to say this movie is... Oh, okay. It it was was really beautiful. It was really,
2: really pretty. My particular badass moment is... When he pulls the fucking trigger the first time. Oh, yeah. I was so fucking into it. Mostly because I'm crazy. As, between the three of us, I think I'm the crazier one. But the point being that, like, man, uh oh, you feel like that, that particular scene leading into it is so weird to get all of these emotions across at the same time, right? Yeah. You feel the urgency of he doesn't actually know what he's doing. The whole audience right? is like, oh, shit. Right? Yeah. You did you things, say, oh, shit? You feel I that did. anxiety of, like, he doesn't actually know what's going on between Hina and these weird sleaze bags, But he wants to do the right thing. He thinks that it's a bad situation. He wants to save her. And then, of course, it, like you feel bad for him because it's turned around like, oh, shit, I didn't know what was going on. And now I'm getting punched in the face for it. Yeah. You want him to take like you want him to defend you, himself somehow but you don't think that he'll pull the fucking gun and then he does yeah. and then he pulls the trigger and I'm like yeah
0: yeah that was badass. yeah because like it, it's a really real moment because if I was in that circumstance and I was getting the shit beaten out of me and like by two dudes like Dude, who I, you? I can think, assume
2: based off of a previous situation are complete
0: dirtbags. Yeah, and I think I'm gonna get my ass kicked if I'm being truly honest with myself. I'm gonna be him with the dude, like who's got the upper position, just punching down on me. I don't know if I'd have the balls to pull the trigger, like even in desperation. Who knows? But yeah, no,
2: it was a really badass moment. Second badass moment in particular. Is the second time he pulls the trigger? Wah! The that that is such an emotional piece to have him standing up to this guy who's taking him in. Yeah, uh, Mr. Suga, like, well, and just trying to get to get his emotions across to have Mr. Suga understand that <laughs> that how much that he's in love with her and he doesn't know what what comes next, but he wants to see her. One last time so he can have... He's
0: trying to penetrate his mind. Right. With his heart.
2: And then... (laughs) Bad boy's
0: three quote. (sighs) Yeah. No, it's sick. Again, another another moment where... Well, we understand that this is a real world with real world consequences. So all of us were again, oh, shit. Right.
2: You're drawn into like... What are you doing, bro? You're... Like, Makoto Shinkai really puts us into reality the stakes right yeah because this isn't some sort of fantasy land although there is magic going on this is still like yeah in japan that we don't we don't have guns yeah if you like shoot point the gun at somebody you're gonna go to jail mm-hmm.
0: uh cool man i i think um I think that's my baddest moment. The whole sequence uh, when they're in the abandoned building and all the emotion is built up to that final moment of him just trying to get up to the shrine and all these obstacles in his way and uh, how everybody kind of came together uh, to to make it possible. Um, so, yeah, that was my baddest moment. I'm going to keep it sh- short and sweet.
1: Mr. nakanti uh my badass moment was when he makes it through the shrine, oh yeah to grab her- mm-hmm. that's i that's when my mind was blown. I was like, this is amazing, yeah, like, like I wanna watch it again,
0: yeah, that moment was very intense uh um. Man, how do we not? I wanted more of the other world. I I wanted
1: more of the other world, Uh, but he gave us enough to want more. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: hundred percent. Just throw a spoiler tag at the beginning of the badass moments, just in case. All right, yeah, spoiler. I mean, him falling Mm -hmm. through the sky the
0: the sound that was happening it was just it was just silence, but wind
2: fluttering and. But he does. He does that a lot. He does the sound design which i haven't gone on for a couple of movies that we've reviewed is like but like in particular he he does this a lot is take out all the extra noise boom just rainfall take out all of the noise literally no noise and then slowly add in the wind trickle effect yeah there and- were so many silences w- to give you that sense of like how big it big it was
0: the that's part of the immersion um that's part of how that's the job of a of a movie writer, anybody who makes movies, to suck you into this world, to forget about what's going on and in to the tell outside you world, different stories, and through yeah, that. yeah, fully suck you in. So I think that's an example of that.
2: Um, big spoiler alert! Yes. Big spoiler alert! Big spoiler alert! Special secret, super secret, badass moment was the little uh little brother cross-dressing and then tackling the, co- ah. tackling the police officer i was like yeah i freaking love that that's
1: like that hilarious. was that that was my that was my super secret special badass moment little because- kids are like even though i'm your ex i still care about you they're freaking <laughs> right? little kids like- even though i'm your ex i still care about you like that's so amazing. what's
2: funny is to think about how in japanese society i guess that's so much more normal for like Great schoolers to like have girlfriends and stuff. You know what I mean? What the fuck moments? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think we'll we'll kind of <laughs> change up
0: the format because the little brother, <laughs> we we have a what the fuck moment or the funniest moments of the movies, and I think we're all kind of uh, in in unison right now because the little brother of the sunshine girl was just surprise what, character. What the fuck? Yeah, hilarious, He's amazing. amazing. He's like this ten year old playboy who soccer knows, player soccer he's like a like he's got girls coming to watch his game he's got girls jealous of one another and kind of competing for his attention
1: it's just buddy it's just he's a little kid yeah
0: he's and, like, mm. and he just and he and he understands the world he he's figured it out very early on and he's kind of that, become like a yeah. senpai to the main character. By the way, uh, can we get uh, may- the character names? I think we forgot to pull up the characters. I only remember Hina and. Hina and Hanukkah. Hina no. and Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Hadaka. Hadaka. Hanukkah.
2: Hanukkah. Hanukkah.
1: That's the Adam Sandler reference because he is ha- the most famous hada- Jewish hadaka. person. Hanukkah.
2: Hanukkah. I don't know. Jerry Seinfeld's pretty
1: famous. <sighs> who? Seinfeld? I don't know who that is. See, I didn't even know. Nope, yep. Yeah. Never heard That's of That's a Jew. A Jewish person <laughs> Gary Goldman, not as famous.
0: Horoka Horoka
1: Hina Hinan. and Hina. Okay. And Sugar and Yasui and takai Larry David is Jewish. And the priest and Araki and Tomita Tachibana and Hina Amano and Natsumi and Horoka murashima and he's just going through all of the Aaron games Aaron Fitzgerald, again, who and plays again. additional voices. You're just showing off that Moka you can pronounce these names so expertly. Fumi Tachibana. I and could listen to it all day. Victoria Grace, who Ooh. also plays additional voices. Expertly done. Kimura. Nagisa Amano. Kana. Yotsua Miyamitsu. A different what the fuck moment is the hilarious joke that they
2: implanted Honda. purposely, which was Natsumi and suga and it's like what? spoiler alert that's he thought you were my mistress <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was a great
0: great joke like we were all thinking it i think we kind of figured it out at some point but we we're just like what that's the relationship between you two we won't say it i think it's you guys need to see it you gotta watch it yeah and just watch it um I don't have any other what the fuck moments. You guys want to finish it up with the number rating?
1: Yes. Let's start with what other people gave it. Okay. So we got Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 93%. Uh, uh, I- the critics, right? Yep. IMDB gave it 7.8 out of 10. And so far, Google users, uh, 96% like this movie. Nice. That Rotten Tomatoes
2: was a critics review, right? Yes, those were critics,
1: not audience members. Yeah, the audience score is 95% for Rotten Tomatoes.
2: And in this particular instance... Which is
1: 1,135 people.
2: What I was going to say is that everybody but IMDB is pretty much on the same level. Like, They're all in the 90 percentile, so that's pretty good. It's pretty good. I definitely agree with those.
1: I I love Makoto Shinkai. So 9 out of 10? 9 out of 10. I um, give it an okay. eight out of ten. I agree with IMDb. Mm-hmm. It, I really like it. It is a fantastic movie, um, but Makoto Shinkai is gonna be producing crazier movies, and there are there are movies that are like amazing nine out of ten. Uh, there were glimpses of amazingness throughout the film, uh, so it is it is. It's up there High rate, Yeah High rating But I still like some of his other films more Your Name I like more mm-hmm. Garden of Words I like more
2: I still have to I have to rewatch it It's not as fresh in my memory As the other three Because I will pretty much occasionally Twice a year Watch 5 centimeters per second And hate everything about life <laughs> <laughs> But that, That's what I mean by like I think that Weathering with You and Your Name Are two different stories And they're both 9 out of 10s for me that's, awesome. that's why uh, I'm gonna give it an eight out of
0: ten uh, because I also see the potential this is my first Makoto um, uh, experience and all I want is more all I want is to kind of see what else this guy's capable of and I would watch this movie again it looks super cool uh, or or I would I would hundred percent enjoy it again watch it with somebody else.
2: I can't wait for you and Patty to watch your name and get a completely different style, but still like amazing Makoto Shinkai experience. That'll be interesting for sure. I mm-hmm. think I
0: think that's something I should watch with Patty because I think the idea of like body swapping is hilarious.
1: So, that's pretty funny.
0: And um,
1: I was watched good. I watched your name pretty much back to back. Really. And it was, it was this bootleg copy because that was all that America got. And then it came out in America, and then, and then I went to see it again. Nice. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love
2: it. I got to see it in theaters with Gabe and Will, and it was a hilarious bro date of all three of us crying together. Yeah, that's great. You got to have those bros. All right, guys, thank you so much for
0: listening. Uh, please follow us at HSTSC33 on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, We want to hear from you guys. We want to listen to what your guys' thoughts are on our reviews or if you thought we missed any particular parts that we should have gone over, we want to hear it. And um, also follow us on Facebook at Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber and listen to our other podcast, Sidetrack Podcast. Uh, say it
2: in spanish
0: Where also in this viado where we do spanish and english episodes uh myself and patty uh every we're changing the day the release date we're gonna do mondays now just to get your week started off with some motivation and uh and that's it oh
2: i think you have a plug june bug
1: is it is it a is it a plug or is it is it a weird fork you can catch Ken Ken Do It Con <laughs> as Cookie Ninja Carve on twitch.tv forward slash Cookie Ninja Carve.
2: Where currently I am playing a lot of Monster Hunter, one of my favorite franchises ever.
1: And this has been uh, Mac and Better Than Alexa, Ask Me Anything Alex. We are a Hidden Shadows production. Good night. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>